0: Hey, Scott Jones here. Just wrapping up the second day of OR, and uh, my voice is still here somehow. Interviewed a couple people. Um, Jordan Romero stopped by. He's the youngest person to ever summit Everest, which is pretty cool. Trevor Thomas, blind hiker, stopped by. We did the blind beer t- beer pour, which is really interesting. He had to get from the couch to the refrigerator, and he actually declared what beer he was going to drink grabbed that beer went over to the counter uh, found a bottle opener opened the bottle found a cup poured the cup didn't spill anything went back to the couch drank it and he had the exact beer that he wanted which is pretty impressive we had a bunch of sighted people do it afterwards and uh, nobody quite did as well as he did and uh pretty interesting get his dog to who's his partner who's done a lot of stuff he's hiked the Appalachian trail all the way through uh going back to Jordan Romero, he's, he's doing some skiing and some, some really interesting stuff right now. He's one of the youngest ever to do the Seven Summits. He finished when he was 15 and a half years old, which is just uh, amazing. He's 18 years old. I'm 36. It was quite humbling, I have to say. All in all, great day. Hung out with Grant Burrow from Heli Henson a little bit. Got to throw some snowballs at the Columbia booth uh, to win some clothes for charity, and that was pretty cool. And uh, Lauren's been running around doing a lot of promotion for soul and for, for some other stuff that we're working on. And uh, did a lot of video today. Got to talk to Mike, the CEO, a little bit more about Soul, and just the culture, which is really interesting. And I'm saving tomorrow for my for my big interviews here. I have uh, Doug Stoop. Oh, I sat down with Rebecca Rush today as well, which is really cool. She's running around like crazy meeting a lot of these brands. So it's pretty, pretty good day all in all. Yeah, and that was me just kind of summing up the day over at uh, the Salt Palace, I guess you'd call it. Anyway, uh, I got back to the the apartment that we rented, and sorting through some of my, my audio, we're just going to kind of go through uh, a little bit of an interview I did with Jordan Romero, a little bit, like literally three, maybe four minutes with Rebecca Rush, and uh, a pretty cool conversation I was having with Trevor Thomas about his dog, and, and some rules, and, and how he gets around, so that's pretty cool. So we'll start... Uh, right off the bat with Rebecca Rush and uh, my conversation. We just kind of chatted up for a few minutes. Here you go. All right. <laughs> I'm here with <laughs> Rebecca hi. Rush. What's hi. up?
1: How are you? So what are you doing all day? I am roaming around saying hi to friends, um, partners, and uh, doing some book signings and shaking cool. hands. And it's kind of fun. OR is fun because I get to see a lot of old friends from my like, climbing world and yeah, you yeah. Know, kind of adventure racing world and also the bike world.
0: So I've met you um, online like four times. We've done a bunch of interviews. It
1: sounds like online dating or something. I know it's it kind of creepy. That kinda thing. So
0: <laughs> I want you to just like relax for a second. Okay. What's the, have you laughed at all today? Yeah. Okay. What's the funniest? What's the funniest thing that's happened today?
1: Funny thing that happened is I uh, reconnected with a super good friend, Anna Keeling, who's a Kiwi, um, lives here in Salt Lake City, and uh, her accent just makes me laugh. Yeah. yeah, we haven't seen each other in a long time, so we got to catch up at the goo booth and just say hi. So
0: she had, like, an old adventure racer, or did you guys, yeah. is that what yeah, you guys did? Yeah, we were
1: adventure racers. We did my first 24 Hours of Moab uh, race. She was on my team, oh, Anna man. Keeling, and she's a, a ski mountaineering guide now.
0: So it's just, like, beast... Like, she's a beast
1: yeah and she met me here we kind (laughs) of talked and laughed and talked about old times
0: what's the best story you have from one of your adventures with her
1: oh man there's so many I mean she was one she brought up one where we were you know in the middle of the night in New Zealand in an adventure race and our two teams were near each other she was on all Kiwi team I was on all Aussie team and I was the only American basically in this whole group and she like heard me coming she's like I heard that American accent (laughs) and You know, in the middle of the night and so then we started it was about the time where that movie Team America came out. Oh my and gosh. So we were singing that at the top logs so in the middle of the night in New Zealand and
0: you a, know. my wife's over there if she was listening to us she'd crack up.
1: <laughs> huh. so that was
0: the fun. sex scene in Team America is the funniest freaking scene. Ever. <laughs>
1: just... so yeah, we talked in the middle of the night and that kept us awake for a while. It's like singing the Team America song.
0: Alright, so have you worked out since you've been at OR? Nope. Do you feel like anxious? i do and
1: actually in my room is my bike and my trainer i fully intended to it? work out i brought it all I was all super motivated and then i've been really sick this whole week oh, and so man. my coach and i'm just like you know what i'm gonna get better do my work at or and then get home and get back on it
0: that's so why I went for a run yesterday, literally from here to our apartment that we were in. I was like yeah. six miles and I was dying because you're standing all day and you're yeah. just tired. But yeah. It's yeah. Totally I had really the best good.
1: intention. So I look at the bike and the trainer in my hotel room and I'm like, eh. but cool. I got to get healthy first. So
0: I just wanted to chat for a couple minutes. Yeah. This is We're at the Soul Booth. Hopefully you come back later on yeah. for the beer pour. Are you Happy going to try hour. the beer pour?
1: Sure. Why not? You I, know?
0: Have you met Trevor yet?
1: I haven't met Trevor. I'm like really excited to be on this wall with these amazing people. It's oh, pretty dude. awesome. I know. So yeah, I can't wait to meet
0: him. You got him. I mean, you can just talk forever. So, me—I already talked to Trevor about this last thing before I let you go. Um, we were standing over there talking. It was this morning. We were getting some coffee, and uh, he does this echolocation thing where he uses like basically sounds bouncing off things around him, and he does that when he hikes too. Wow. But I was talking to him, and I—and then he was talking, and somebody walked behind me, and I had to move over like four feet to the left, and he kept his eyes on me, and I wasn't even talking so afterwards he's like dude how do you do he's like you just you get this like sixth sense he's like you're just so in tune to sounds bouncing off the different spaces so when you when you talk to him see if he if he's like spot on yeah i can't wait to meet him awesome dude thanks for stopping by have fun the rest of the day i'll be
1: back for happy hour don't be
0: stressing Uh i'm (laughs)
1: not i'm just multitasking i know right
0: Yeah, and that's, that's Rebecca Rush, as you could hear. Uh, pretty quick, but still kind of a fun little interview. Next one go with Trevor Thomas, the blind hiker who's hiked the Appalachian Trail, amongst other things. And uh, we were just having a candid chat. We were talking about uh, people petting his dog without permission and what kind of the rules are. And uh, I think he had a pretty cool and interesting take. It's kind of educational for, for everybody out there.
2: She loves people. Yeah. So. The only thing that I ask is that if somebody wants to pet her, I will let them, but I have to tell her, it's okay, make friends. Because oh,
0: cool. um, yeah, she just sniffed me, I was yeah. curious about she if people
2: If people reach out, she'll start reaching out to them yeah. while she's working, and if she does that, she can lead me offline into a car, <laughs> or stuff like that. So that's the reason why typically blind people don't want you to pet their dogs. And people
0: won't even, even ask.
2: A lot of people will ask, and they're in the process of trying <laughs> to pet her while they're asking me. So it defeats. That's even
0: more awkward. Yeah,
2: so it defeats the whole purpose.
0: Oh my gosh, that's so funny. But, um, um, but yeah, I I know, well, I've had clients that are diabetics that have um, mm-hmm. dogs for, you know how they can sniff it out and everything. Yeah. I'm sure you know more than I do. But, uh, but yeah, I'm always really careful about that pretty cool huh so do not pet a blind person's dog unless you have express consent you don't want to get anybody hurt and uh i would never do that and and i kind of knew the answer to that but he he kind of paints a, a better picture of course than i ever could uh so we're going to do one more clip with trevor here we're talking about when he likes and needs help and the answer is is probably a little more surprising than you think uh i'll let you listen and decide for yourself Okay, here's another thought. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm just curious. To Ask away. Okay, so when you're when you go somewhere new, like a friend or anybody else, do you, do you like to have descriptions, or do you just like to take it in yourself?
2: It depends on where I am, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, sometimes, if I'm in the backcountry, that's an added distraction that I don't want. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't want you to describe every rock, and it's been my experience, depending on my partner. Um, if I'm hiking with somebody and they want to describe things they usually become overprotective. then they start describing every twig every leaf that could possibly hit me and inevitably they're going to neglect to tell me about this gigantic boulder that I'm getting ready to trip over and bust my head open that's so okay. um, so it probably just gets annoying at that it, point huh? I mean it's different the way I look at it when I'm, when I'm with people especially doing things um I know that 90% of the people, 99% of the people, don't have any experience with a blind guy. So it's my job to put them at ease, educate them on what I need and what I don't need, um, just so just so things are.
0: And honestly, I could sit and talk to Trevor all day long. Uh, we actually did talk a lot more. I'll, I'll probably release the whole interview. It was only about 10 or 15 minutes uh, at a later date, but we're, we're here at OR and the editing takes a long time, so I need a, to get out there and, and go create some more content before I edit the whole, the whole time I'm here. So, we're going to finish up with Jordan Romero, who is the youngest to ever climb Everest. It's going to be pretty cool. So, my name is Jordan
3: Romero, and I currently welcome hold- person to climb Mount Everest and to conquer all seven summits by the age of 15. Um, I graduated high school uh, at 17 years old and now I'm out here 18 years old. I'm yeah. uh, living in Salt Lake City right now, uh, chasing the snow, basically. Yeah. Uh, I've been skiing up Brighton and Park City and working as a ski instructor there as well. But I'm going to school at Westminster full-time as a, as a freshman, uh, majoring in environmental studies.
0: Nice, dude. Okay, so I'm looking at you. I would not think you climbed Everest. And especially, like, how many years ago was that? That's a uh, lot. Uh,
3: this coming May is going to be five years. Um, yeah, May 22nd will be five years ago. Right, I can't well, believe it either.
0: <laughs> what was I doing five years ago? Okay, I Where wasn't working for anybody. I was in Colorado yeah. still, you know. Okay. I would do some backcountry stuff. I don't remember doing any 14ers in the middle of winter like Davenport or friggin' Everest like you and your, and your dad and yeah. stepmom. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much a bum. I'm 36 years old. How old are you right now?
3: I'm 18 years old right yeah. now. Uh, not in, until...
0: Time out. <laughs> I just doubled his age. Legitimately <laughs> doubled his age. Interview's <laughs> over. That's hilarious. This is... The, I'm speechless. <laughs> Thanks, man. Okay, so I told you, I, what were you, you going to say? Something. Oh, I know, go ahead. I was going to say, I have a three and a half year old, yep. and I have three a one year old, old. Okay. and I said, like, you were going to speak to my kids right now. Yes. So when I'm when they're speak like, to your kids. you know, they can be a little turds every once in a while
3: right now. No, so no, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I'm a ski instructor. It's basically oh, a daycare center, oh, sure. so I know what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: so. so I, Three, you know, I can't really physically harm him yet. But when he's eight, I'm going to be able to take him by his ear and say, "You're doing this." So, what are some tactics I can use to get an eight-year-old, a nine-year-old, a fifteen-year-old, which is even harder, who has habits to get off their butt and go do something amazing? How did you do it? You know,
3: to advise a qu- uh, to advise a parent is a good question. I mean, I was so fortunate to have parents that were so motivated to always keep to always keep doing that, and we knew how to do it right off the bat. I just think that I don't know, man. As a as a kid, you know, you look to. Have fun. I think you want to. I don't know. I think you always want to strive for something as a little kid. Once you like plant some sort of seed and let them know that you know that they should have a passion that they should go for. You know, it's it's theirs to chase and that they should shouldn't stop until they reach it. I mean, no one has the right to tell them now.
0: It's pretty cool, man. When you get a you get to learn from an 18 year old and. I don't know if, if more wise words have been spoken on the show ever. And it's just great advice for you if you're parents out there or if you're just if you have friends and family that are trying to do amazing things. Just support them in the same way. Pretty, pretty amazing. And I will release the whole uh interview with Jordan. It's actually on YouTube right now, so I'll link that up in the show notes. Uh but that that'll be released when I get back to Colorado and, and have some time to edit a little bit. There's a lot of background noise and stuff. So thank you guys so much for listening to the second day of OR. I'm I'm headed out the door. Uh, tomorrow morning, bright and early, to to see what happens on day three. It should be a good one. So wherever you are in the world, hope you're having a good one. And and, uh, go check out athleteonfire.com if you want to see a lot of the notes and and links that go with the show. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to Athlete on Fire. Stay fired up with additional resources and information. Athleteonfire.com